I'm Kathleen Smith. Hey, Rachel Bozeman here. Welcome to our podcast bonus edition on writing your most effective cleared resume. Rachel, we've both seen, no doubt, thousands of resumes over the years. Mm -hmm. So in this bonus show, we're going to share with you our top 10 things you need to do to write a resume that sells you. I think the most important thing is just remembering this is an advertisement, not a biography. The goal of your resume is really just to get those hiring managers or recruiters to contact you for an interview. It should only include details that are relevant for the position that you are applying for. Or if it's a networking or just a general resume, really make sure it follows the path and of that direction you want to take for your career. Recruiters, they're doing a quick scan of your resume. Make it easy. Make sure that your resume is something that grabs their attention. And we're going to share with you our top 10 tactics on how to make sure that your resume is an attention getter and an interview gainer. So it's interesting. Our top tip, number one tip, is something that I say in every single one of my presentation. The top two inches of your resume should include very important information on how that person's going to get in contact with you. You don't need to make this very fancy, no bolding, no scripting, no colors, no pictures. Your name, city and state, you don't need to put your street address, one contact email, one phone number, and your security clearance. Right after that, the immediately following that should just be something quick and a concise summary. The summary should just be that, a summary. Make sure that it's specific to the targeted employer. There is nothing more frustrating or heartbreaking for a recruiter than to see someone list, hey, interested in a role at Boeing if you're applying over here at my company. So make sure that it's specific to the targeted employer. And just two or three lines of really crisp, clean, jargon-free, critical information about your experience and relevant to the attributes related to the role to which you're applying. You know, a friend of ours, Bill, shares in his six-second resume a really great quote that I think summarizes it best. Keep subjective self-descriptions out of your summary section. I am looking at you, results-oriented team players. And we actually have a really great interview with Bill Brandstetter, of the author of The Six Second Resume. So be sure to click on that interview and hear more what he has to say about resumes. For sure. Our tip number three, focus on your accomplishment statements, not just your list of responsibilities. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at a resume and it's been a cut and paste from your job description. Most cleared job seekers and transitioning military need to know that this is the most important improvement you can make on your resume. You want to share your accomplishments. You want to be able to show that employer what you're going to be able to accomplish for them. What did you do, especially given the limitations that you were given? How did you shine? How did you meet that goal? You also want to make sure that the accomplishments that you're listing are relevant to the job that you're applying for and not just something cool. Making sure it's something like, I brought the project in under budget. I managed a workforce of 20 people. I did specific things. Be very specific. 
And our fourth tip definitely complements what Kathleen was just sharing. It's use the STAR statement formula when you're developing that accomplished statement. So if you're not familiar with STAR, this is going to be the same format that you use to answer interview questions. It's also what we recommend when writing your resume. This is focusing on the situation. What was your task? What actions did you take? And ultimately, what were the results? And as Kathleen shared, demonstrate your growth and tailor what you've accomplished to the position to which you're applying for. So an example of this would be assumed management of failing contract. Within 90 days, built effective customer relationships, improved critical metrics, closed all overdue items, and led the team to a successful contract renewal. That is a great example of a beautiful star accomplishment statement. So tip number five, keep your resume designed simple and clean. And this is one that I have seen in the tech community so many times where people put a lot of really fancy graphics or they really make it really pretty. Your resume really needs to be simple and clean because at some point it is going to be scanned either by an employer at a job fair or when it is uploaded in an applicant tracking system. You really want to keep the font simple. You want to avoid colors. You want to avoid shading, overbolding, and tiny type. When we interviewed Meg Duba of Idaho National Lab, she shared how much more visually appealing a small bulleted items versus big chunky paragraphs were. Blocks of text don't capture someone's attention. Targeted bullet points do. You'll find a link to Meg's episode in our show notes. The question that we get asked most often about resumes is how long should it be? That's our next tip. One to two pages. Anything beyond that, y'all, we don't have time to read it. So let's make sure we're concise and we keep it to the one to two pages. If you've got lots and lots of experience, I know that sounds like a big challenge to try to limit it to those one to two pages, but delete information that doesn't directly support your value. Cut out the older jobs, especially if they're more than 10 years past. Don't waste a lot of space and real estate on your resume, on education or training. That's really not relevant to the role that you're looking for. That's a common mistake, especially for our folks that are transitioning out of the military. The only exception that we would really give to the two-page rule would be job postings that specifically ask for 15 or more years of job experience. So if the job requires all of that, make sure that your resume reflects that. If not, be kind to a recruiter. Keep it to one to two pages. Really great. I mean, we hear that question almost every single job fair and every single time, you know, I've got 25 years experience. I need to have this, you know, resume be at least eight pages long. And, you know, no, you don't. You, you, this is an advertisement. This is getting someone's attention. Something else to really keep in mind in the cleared community is our next tip, tip seven, which is keep operational security in mind. When you're uploading your resume to clearjobs.net or you're sharing your resume at your at a cleared job fair, you should include your security clearance. Only cleared facilities employers have access to clearjobs.net and only cleared facilities employers are at our job fairs. No version of your resume should ever include 
classified project names, names of colleagues, or office size or budgets. These are not things you're going to share in these documents. Though it's not uncommon to see on your LinkedIn profile, you should not have your security clearance on your LinkedIn profile. Some cleared contractors will immediately disqualify you from consideration if they see this, especially if you're in the Intel community. But what I have found so many times is that there will be a recruiter or a headhunter somewhere out in the community that says you need to have your security clearance out there on all public documents because it's going to be how you're going to be hired. Please don't. Please realize that your security clearance needs to stay in private, in clear, facilities information databases. Rachel, what's our next tip? I know they say age is just a number, but it shouldn't be on your resume. So don't share information that's going to age you. Whether it's legal or not, we know that age bias does exist. So here's some ways to help avoid that. Don't put things like 32 years of great experience or graduated from college this year. It's great. Don't need to see it on your resume. And tip number nine, be sure that you don't overshare on your resume. So these are some things you do not want to have on your resume. You don't really need to include your social security number. That used to be a really big one a long time ago. Your marital status, number of dependents, health details, hobbies, height, weight, or other personal information. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen a resume with a picture out there. Please do not put your picture on your resume. It is the clear, concise information that says why you're a good applicant for that job. That is the information you need to have it. I love it. Please, again, don't put your picture on the resume. And our 10th and probably most exciting and the one that we will ask you again and again, um, and you will hear again and again, read reread, and proofread your resume. It's so important that this is your first impression to a potential employer. And the last thing you want to have on there is something that doesn't speak to the professional that you are. So it's so important that you proofread your resume and guarantee it's error-free. Read it out loud, slow down, and catch any mistakes that Spellcheck might have misread or, mi- or missed overall. Have a friend or a colleague read it. Ask someone that's going to be honest with you. Don't ask your mama. Ask somebody that's really going to tell you if there's errors in your resume there. Think of it this way. When someone reviews or looks at your resume and they're making a judgment and a risk assessment to see, you know, what, how could you fit into their role? So make sure that you read your resume, that it speaks to who you are and that you be able to answer questions in an interview. There's nothing more frustrating than reading a resume that says detail oriented only to have detail and oriented spelled wrong. (laughs) I've seen that. That's so awful. Rachel, thanks so much for sharing with me some of the tips on how to make a more effective cleared resume. Be sure to check out the link in the show notes that links to our actual tip sheet on resumes and how to have a better resume. And we hope you'll subscribe to our podcast and join us for even more adventures and tips and tricks. And please be sure to rate and review us on the platform you're using to listen to this show. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of our show. Bye-bye.